Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm Parker Imerl, and this is the Conversation Station. It's also the Imerl Experience again. Gotta play with naming because it can be a little confusing. But I did a bit of a controversial episode, at least in my eyes, yesterday, right? So today I just want to unwind a little bit and not take it as serious as crazy, right? I've got some topics here, but it's not gonna be quite as... I don't know, not quite as loud, yeah, on a lot of these things. But, um, I think where where I just want to start, and this has been a thought that's been going through my mind a lot lately, and it's what is the common denominator, right? What is the common denominator of all of the problems in your life? Because the truth is there's only one common denominator, and a lot of people don't want to hear what that common denominator is, but the common denominator is you. There's obviously always going to be external factors playing into the issues that you deal with in your day-to-day -day life. The issues your family and the people you care about are facing, but the inherent issues that you have and you deal with there's only one common factor and one controllable factor across all your problems. And that is you. And so I think it's an interesting thing to think about, like, how do we solve our problems? How do we solve the problems that we face and go into it with an understanding of the fact that we are the common denominator? I think it really, it's a very nuanced issue. But what I find the most intriguing, right, um, is this idea that if our mindset is right, everything else becomes a lot easier. Beca but, 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 but again, you have to know yourself. So your mindset plays such a key role in all of this that it, it would stand to reason that it would be the most important element of a lot of these issues that you face. And I just, I don't know, it's, it's a thought I'm playing with internally, and it's something I wanted to share here, um, just as kind of a, a journal almost, right, to share where I'm at with that mentally. But, it, it, but it's something I've experienced in my own life, right, where there's problems in my life, but there's a common denominator, and it's me. And so the way that the problems are treated, the way I feel about the problems is only affected by one person. It's only affected by me. I'm the only one that can affect how I feel about the problems. Yes, the problems can affect me, but I'm the only one who chooses. It is a choice. Your mindset is a choice. The hard things that come at you, you just get to choose. It is a choice. It is a choice that is hard to accept. It is a choice that is hard to make, but at the end of the day, it is your choice. You are the one in control of your life. And when you accept that, you can step into leadership, step into success, step into, step into having control of your life. Step into default aggressive where you can, where as opposed to being passive and letting these issues come at you, you go at the issues so that the issues are the ones retreating. And that's a very philosophical way to put it. 
but I think it stands true for everything in your life. At work, there's X problem. Okay, go attack it. If you are dealing with an issue, confront the issue head on. Don't wait around for the world. Why would you wait? Why wait to take care of the thing that you need to do? Why wait to take action? Because we all know that feeling. When we are putting something off, I am putting off doing the dishes. And, and, and it, the weekend's gonna come by, right? And, I'm like, and on Friday, I re realized I need to do, I need to clean my room. I'm gonna use, I need to clean my room. But I'm like, but, but on Friday, I'm like, oh, I wanna go see a movie with a friend. So I go see a movie with a friend and I say, okay, I'll do it on Saturday. Saturday comes along and I decide, you know, I actually want to record a podcast episode. Okay, and I say, okay, I'm going to do it on Sunday, right? And I need to have this done by Monday. So Sunday comes around, I spend my entire day doing other things. And then Sunday night comes around and I have to rush. I have to stress. But there is a simple solution to that problem. If I had just Friday in this alternate scenario, I realize I need to do this Friday. I wake up in the morning on Friday and the first thing I do before I do anything else is I clean it. Okay, it takes an hour, two hours, maybe even three hours. But the, the, the stress that I won't have is worth the time I lost. Time to stress ratio is another thing I've been playing with, but it is so fundamentally important that you understand that because time to stress is a huge thing. If there's a task that you're putting off, every hour you don't do it is going to cause you more harm than the hour that you do do it. And, and, and this is kind of my point today is just do it, take action right? Stop waiting around for the world and make the world wait. Make, make the world catch up to you because you are the one in control of your life. Truly you are. There are always going to be people that tell you you aren't. And that is something that I find interesting because the people that tell you you aren't in control of your life, that is usually because they are either grasping for control in their own life or grasping for control in your life. They want your, they want to control your life. So why would you let them do that when you can just make that mental shift? Now I'm not saying that mental shift is easy. It is so difficult. It has taken me two years since I truly began my leadership journey. And it's been two years almost No, over two years. And yet I'm just, really internalizing that control, that choice, that, that sheer idea that it's always a choice. And one of the things that sort of helped me realize this entire idea that it is my choice is a song. It's a song by Akira the Dawn featuring Jocko Willink. Let me see if I can't pull it up on my phone. 
Um, real quick, I'm just pulling it up so I can find the name of this song. Uh, let me pull up my playlist, which is just his songs. Is it one of the broken? Counts. One of the ones on if losing control. Is it losing control? I think it is. Hold on. Let me see here. Uh, is there, can I see these lyrics? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna play a short snippet. Uh, Akira, please, please don't copyright me. I love your music. But it was, it was, it was one of these, it was this quote. And, and it's in the last couple of weeks and it was just that next step where I was like, oh man, I have a choice. And especially on temper because that's where people struggle the most with choice. So if I play this real quick and I'll play a high res version, it's not coming through an audio source and post, but here is the, uh, just, I'll just play a short snippet uh, from the song. When I realized that losing your temper was a sign of weakness, as soon as I made that connection, I said to myself, this is weak, I'm gonna try not to do it anymore. Akira. And what's weird is when you're a kid, and you'd see someone get angry and it, it made you afraid, for a while, as like a power, a way to achieve power that you can lose your temper and then all of a sudden you have this extra strength and when you're a little kid, if I could get that rage going and people are scared like I used to feel, that's a positive thing. And then as I got older, I realized, hey, this isn't cool. This isn't strength. It's actually weakness. So the song goes on for there, and I recommend you guys check out that song. It's called Losing Control by Cure the Non. But it goes on, and as I read through these lyrics here, it says, realize that was weakness, um, and let me take another look. And, um, and it was just this entire song about the fact that it's your choice. And the signs of anger, the signs of losing your temper, and that when those show, you can just choose how you want to react. And I know there's always issues with quote-unquote sweeping things under the rug. It's something that's been thrown around as a negative, don't do that. And I do agree that it's never right to sweep issues under the rug, but it's also just as wrong to address those issues when you are mentally unstable due to emotion. So as opposed to thinking about this and feeling an issue, feeling like it's a problem, or sorry, as opposed to when someone agitates you for a specific thing, first off, you need to evaluate. Is it valid or is it me? Are they doing something legitimately wrong? Are they doing, are they wronging me? Or is it an internal belief that is causing this? You need to evaluate that, but you can't evaluate that in the moment. That's fundamentally a, a bad thing to do. What you have to do is you've gotta, you've gotta calm yourself down, right? You've gotta release. Um, and and I believe that, they, they, that he talks about that, uh, in the song, but you just kind of choose not to be angry. And it is that simple. And, and, and after that, you can go back 
and evaluate your actions, evaluate the situation. If it's something that needs to be addressed, address it. Now, the interesting thing is this evaluation doesn't have to take days, weeks, months, or years. It can be as simple as five to 10 seconds of evaluation. I would say, you know, you calm yourself down, maybe that takes five, 10 seconds, depending on the issue. But then it can be a very quick analysis of, okay, what happened here? Okay, what went wrong? Because something went wrong. Something went wrong and it was either you or the other person. Something went wrong inside that caused your nostrils to flare up, you to clinch your fists, you to feel like it was time to get angry, time to go into fight or flight. Something within you told you there was a problem and oh my God, oh my giggity gosh. I haven't been recording audio this whole time. Oh, that's so sucks. Oh my gosh. Welp, um, now we have high quality audio. I'll try to enhance the camera audio uh, in post, but oh, that sucks. Oh my God. Ah, goodness gracious. Um, but my point was, my realization recently has been I'm the common denominator in my problems. And I have the choice as to how I handle them, how I react to them, who I am. I am in charge of me. Nobody else, me, and we've all had our parents tell us this, right? But there is a difference between your parents telling you something or, um, or, uh, and realizing it for yourself. There is a huge difference between that, right? It is, it, is a, it is a huge difference, and it's something I can't stress enough because we tend to almost lose a sense of validity for our parents' comments, because, especially when it's something they say over and over because it starts to feel cliche. But the biggest way that we, the biggest way that we lose um, validity for our parents' comments is when their actions don't back up their comments. And I talked about that a couple episodes ago. Your words mean nothing if your actions don't back it up. They don't. If you think that they do, you're wrong. Your actions mean nothing, or your, your words mean nothing without your actions. And so those two kind of go hand in hand, especially as, as if you're someone who's parenting, you have to make sure if you are presenting this lesson to your child, if you are telling them that this is right and this is wrong, Kids learn not by words, but by example. They learn not by what they're being told to do, but what they're being shown to do. So keep that in mind. Um, and I, w I would also, I I'm gonna move on to a couple of final topics, uh, just, just that I wanna cover that I have in my notebook here. Um, and one of these ideas is this idea of, of burnout, right? This idea of, quote-unquote, needing a break, which I think is stupid in many ways. Obviously, there are times when you need a break from different things. But a break doesn't mean laying on your couch, watching TV, going on a vacation, and being lazy. 
oftentimes it just means changing the fundamental issue. So you have to know yourself. You have to know yourself to such a deep level that you can identify what is causing this burnout? What is causing the thing that makes me feel like I need to take a break? Why is this happening? Because I think that's the issue. We have people working in corporate jobs who are miserable and they decide I'm going to take a vacation and I'm going to go to the Bahamas and lay on the beach and drink expensive cocktails and be lazy. Okay. So what you're going from being miserable in your office to and and I think there's there is a value there, right? But I think the biggest issue is Letting is losing discipline because discipline is the biggest thing. You have to be consistent in your actions, right? And consistent in improving. And so when people go on vacation and they stop working out, it's like, why? Why would you stop doing a thing that is a fundamental net positive in your life just because you're on vacation? Why would you stop doing the things that help you every day because you are on a vacation, If anything, I think of vacation when you don't have the other stressful components in your life is when you should kick things up a notch. So instead of spending one hour in the gym, because you're at a hotel that has the gym right there accessible, you spend two hours in the gym. Instead of, and the same thing goes for sleeping in. I I don't sleep in on the weekends. The latest I'll sleep in is eight. I tend to get up at six. Eight is the latest I will sleep in because it is fundamentally bad for me and I know myself if I get up any later than that. Now, I was, I was uh, watching a video the other day from Isaiah Howitt, um, and uh, he's just a comedian, kind of commentary, uh, YouTube shorts, TikTok kind of guy. But the real thing that he was talking about, he did a video where he was talking about how statistics show that getting up early is the hardest thing for this generation to do. And I'm like, what? But I started to think about it. And I was like, okay, well, if we look at this generation as a whole, there is a large percentage who don't work out in the mornings, who don't use their energy. They go and do something they don't enjoy all day. Then they get home, they're tired, they stay up till 3 a.m. and they wake up at, and they wake up at, 10, at X time and they're like, well, it's difficult. But The issue is not getting up, it's you, right? And it comes back to the common denominator because if you go to bed at a decent time and even if you spend your day doing something you don't enjoy, which you can find ways to add enjoyment into these things, but more so than that, work out in the mornings. I have less energy when I don't work out. It's the truth. I have less energy when I don't work out purely because your body adjusts to the amount of energy you need. That's why overweight, obese people tend to have, in many cases, a much lower energy level than these fit people who are, who are spending much more energy. Energy versus calories, a bit of a different thing. So that's, that's kind of my, my, my point. Wake up early, right? Stop stop using vacation as an excuse to become a worse version of yourself.
I think I'm going to leave it off on that. Stop using vacation as an excuse to become a worse version of yourself. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, hoping to get this one out tonight, man. It is 1014, and I have one megabit per second upload speed here, but we will make this happen. All right. Um, thank you guys again for listening. I'm, I'm a, I love doing these episodes. Um, last episode, a little stressful. I wasn't in the right place mentally when I recorded it. Had to go out anyway. That's another part of discipline. It has to happen. You commit to something, you follow through. Uh, gonna get this one out tonight. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. All right. Thank you guys at home for listening. Uh, I'm Parker Emerald. I've been talking to you. And this has been The Conversation Station. Conversation Station.